Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your host, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew, and we have another wonderful guest on the line. Uh, Yuriko Chavez is an Edgewood High School senior, born and raised in West Covina. She is an excellent student, editor-in-chief of the yearbook staff, as well as an excellent athlete, member of Edgewood's girls' varsity cross-country team, won the Miramonte Championship uh, a couple of years ago during her sophomore year. Uh, Chavez is also an accomplished writer and poet. She recently was the recipient of the third Romero Scholarship for Spoken Word, an honor that came with a $500 check. Wow. And she's here with us today. Welcome to California School News Radio to you, Yuriko. Hi, thank you for having me. Okay, so now I just want to establish, uh, I, I am pronouncing your name right. How am I mispronouncing it? I've been, no, you I've been did act- really good. You did really good. Yuriko, yeah. Okay, Yuriko. So wonderful, wonderful. So uh, thank you so much for coming on the program today. Uh, also with us is uh, David Romero, but apparently uh, we're having a, a, a few uh, tech issues. He will be on the second half of the program, so this first half is going to be all... You, Yuriko, uh, you are honored for your poem, Mission First, Mission Always, and I want to talk about that in a few minutes, but first tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got introduced into poetry. Um, well, I've always loved to write for as long as I can remember, and um, I, gosh, I've been writing stories ever since I was like little, little, and I think I, I have done poetry somewhat in like fourth and fifth grade and I really enjoyed it but spoken word wasn't really introduced to me till I was in middle school and the way that it was introduced is my brother like got home videos from that he saw in his English class and showed the family and I was introduced to spoken word and it was a whole new genre of how words can like challenge people and the role of like performance and delivery and that's how I really got into spoken word. And have you done this? Because there's poetry and then there's spoken word. And there's obviously, they're, they're, they're a little bit the same and a little bit different. So have you ever performed any of your poetry in front of an audience, even if it's just in the front of the class, in front of your uh, fellow students and friends? Um, yes, I have a couple times. The first time I ever did it was for um, Subterranean Edgewood, which is um, a, a performance... Um, community for that we have it's every year we the these two teachers mr Pragua, mr michael they choose one artist and they decide which songs um the students are gonna sing and play their music music instruments on and um then we have some poets who write songs like inspired by that and the first year i had ever performed any of my spoken words was when it was a bob dylan um tribute concert and I, that was my first performance. It was extremely nerve-wracking, but I really did enjoy it. I, it was definitely different to perform, but I realized that I did love to do it. And then after that, I had joined um, uh, Edgewood High School's Epic um, Club, which is a playwriting, poetry, and performance commu- um, community. And I also performed my poems in uh, their plays. 
I think that's wonderful. Now, uh, for, for those of you who don't know, the Edgewood Schools are an international baccalaureate world school. And something like subterranean Edgewood just sounds exactly like I would think is going on that IB students are doing. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, <laughs> learning about Bob Dylan, uh, learning about the Beatles and Sam Cooke. Uh, I believe is uh, Sam Cooke was uh, was sort of the portal into which that you you wrote your wrote your poem, and I, I'm just kind of curious why you're using older artists instead of some of the uh, the newer artists that perhaps you and your your friends would be familiar with. Uh, is is there a reason for that? Um, I'm not sure exactly. It's the teachers who decide to choose the artists, but one thing that I've learned throughout the process of subterranean is that it really does like bring this like older um generation of music to like um to these young kids and we really do enjoy it and like as soon as the show is over like everyone has like the playlist downloaded on their phone and it's a really like great way to like integrate um both like older music with um today's generation well, we have with us also our co-host uh, Drew Schlossberg uh, is here with us. Uh, you ever ever tried any poetry? Done any spoken word there, Drew? Well, you very very poorly. So I admire uh, people like Eureka and all that who can do this and do it very very well. Of course, um, you know. And uh, here's a question I have for you, uh, Eureka: Is if, you know how do you delineate what do you consider uh, you know sort of older types of uh, music? Is that from the 70s, the 60s, the 1920s, <laughs> the 1830s. What do you consider a hold? Um, I guess anything like 80s and below. I don't really consider 90s music or 2000s music old, but like 80s and below is when I'm like, oh yeah, this is an older song, huh? <laughs> yeah, the, the reason why I'm saying that is that uh, a, a billion years ago, when I was your age, you know, we would be uh, in the, that was in the 60s, and of course there was some great music in the 60s, and you were already referred to Bob Dylan. Um, we'd look at our parents' music in the 30s and 40s and go, that is ancient. Um, and of course, really is not. You know, music sort of, uh, you know, you know, binds us and all that. I am so impressed with your poise. Um, have you always been comfortable uh, speaking publicly? Um, no, actually, I don't think I, I have. Not necessarily in um, elementary school, but the middle school I went to, it was like a private school connected, like elementary to middle, from third to like eighth grade. Right. Um, they had us do like a lot of like presentations. And honestly, I, like, I think that's what really has helped me prepare for um, other, like, future events that I did, like, a lot of high school, like, individual oral presentations. Like, I realized, like, I would have to perform, like, speeches and all, the, and all these other, like, mini presentations, like, at least once every month. And that has, like, helped me immensely in my high school life. Well, I, I got to tell you, uh, we've done a lot of interviews on our radio show, and Kevin will attest uh, Kevin, uh, Eureka is one of the most poised guests we've had on the show. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, I'm call if, if I'm sick or anything, I'm calling you up, Eureka. Uh, you're going to be co-host here in another week or two. Um, I'd like to, you know, you, you won the scholarship, and it's an unusual scholarship in that it gives you money. And I can tell you this is something that doesn't happen a lot in poetry, <laughs> getting a nice <laughs> slice of uh, $500. So uh, how did you discover this scholarship opportunity, and what are you going to do with the money? Um, so Mr. Michael, my English teacher, um, 
he was the one who, who told me he told me he found the um, scholarship program. He's like, I think like it would really work for you. I like I it just seemed like when I saw it, like I just thought of you. So I was like, okay, and I just like did it. And when I found out I got the money, I was just like in disbelief. Um, and right now I have the money just in this like college fund account, and I assume that like when I move out or in, the, in my dorm, I'm gonna like use that for like um, commodities or like food and stuff like that. Yeah, and so I mean, it's it's kind college acceptance season soon. Are or is there a college that you're already slated to go to, or are you still trying to decide, or you don't know yet? Well, I have a couple in my top. I have um, Northwestern University, I have Occidental, and I have um, University of California Irvine. Those are like my top three right now. Okay, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. So the, the poem itself, itself, Mission First, Mission Always, do you have your, your poem in front of you right now? Uh, yes, I do. Can you, can you just read us the first two stanzas, I guess, first two, two verses? I would love to have, have you read those first two for us, okay. if you'd like. Yes. This is the night that will leave a knot in your throat. This is where your clothes become tinted with beer breath. This is mission first, people always. This is where you enter the battlefield. This is Mary's place. You must learn to treat her hallways like trenches, to avoid the firm palms and cold fingers, to camouflage against the couch. These men want coffee table women, something small and easy to put their feet upon. The moment you enter is the moment you enlist. This is no longer a party. This is war. Wow. Wow. Yuriko, that is just... that is, that is so, it reminds me a lot, I don't know if you're familiar with the poet Mary Carr, have you heard of her? Um, no, I'm sorry, I haven't. Okay, well, she's, uh, she's an American poet, uh, she's written uh, many volumes of poetry, uh, won several awards, and is best known for a memoir that she wrote in the 90s called The Liars Club. Uh, I believe that you, you, you're, you're going out, you're, uh, here's, a, here's a line uh, that I really like in the poem, his gaze stretches like the hubba bubba that wraps around my finger t- fingernail, it is too long and too sticky to be tasteful. I have never heard gazes equated with bubblegum, I think that's that is an amazing image, uh, and and it really kind of speaks to uh, what you're able to do right now, and also the potential that you have in the future as a poet. Wow! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I don't mean to overwhelm you, but I I, I, I myself am a, a little overwhelmed uh, by the poet, and I believe because I've talked to David. David will be on here with us in a few moments, and he kind of had the same thing. It's like one of the best poems that we've ever read, uh, not, not just uh, from a teenager, from, from anybody. So uh, I guess my question, and we just have a couple minutes left in the, in, in the segment, uh, and, and so I'm just like wondering, where do you want to go with this? Do you want to uh, do readings, uh, like, kind of like David does? Do you uh, thinking about putting together a, a chat book at any time? Uh, what, what do you think your plans are with, uh, as far as writing goes? Um. Gosh, I'm not sure. I think it would be, I, w- I think I would love to dabble in readings and stuff, but uh, I think it would probably be 
Okay, Yuriko, well, I'm so sorry. We uh, we have to run to break. We're talking to Yuriko Chavez of Edgewood High School, senior winner of Romero Scholarship for Poetry. We'll be right back on California School Owns Radio right after this message. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com wsradio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And Mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. 
Thank you, Wade. Welcome back to California School News Radio, the big show with Kevin and Drew. Uh, in their last segment, we were talking with Yuriko Chavez of Edgewood High School, a senior who is a recent recipient of the Romero Scholarship of Spoken Word. And on this segment, we have the man himself, David A. Romero, uh, the creator of the scholarship and a Southern California poet and spoken word artist. Welcome to California School News Radio to you, David. Thank you, Kevin and Drew. Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, hey, how you doing there? Uh, good to talk to you again. Uh, I mean, to tell us a little bit about yourself and how it, you created this scholarship. I know that uh, young poets, especially young writers, are, are, are the kind of people you're trying to reach here. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, I'm a spoken word artist. Uh, I've performed at uh, over 75 colleges and universities in 30 different states in the country. Uh, I've self-published uh, three books of poetry, been published in uh, numerous anthologies, and uh, yeah, I write about Latinx culture and social justice issues, and I arrived at a certain point in my career where I realized that one of the most important things that I could do, aside from empowering people with my words and inspiring them uh, by example, was uh, leading an example by giving back uh, to the next generation by actually setting aside money from my own personal account, uh, whether it be from doing college shows or from now my day job, um, setting aside some funds and investing in the next generation of poets. Yeah, and $500, I mean, that's not chicken feed. you got to sell a lot of chapbooks to get to $500, right? Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I actually, uh, so the way that I operate is I generate money uh, through honorariums uh, through colleges. So I'll get student clubs to book me, English departments, um, campus activity boards, um, multicultural departments a lot of times, and uh, other various uh, Chicano studies programs, um, and a number of other uh, things, but mostly at colleges, and uh, I'll get them to book me, and, and then I dedicate a portion of those, of those proceeds. Um, my engagements have ranged everywhere from around $300 to $1,000 or even more, uh, plus travel and lodging. But so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty incredible that I could earn so much for doing only one or two hours of work. Um, but as you might guess, those engagements, um, you know, don't come all the time. So, yeah, so $500, um, while a small uh, amount in comparison to other scholarships out there, um, is actually a pretty significant amount um, from my bank account. Well, yeah, you're, you're fronting it yourself, and always from a poet's standpoint, that is an, an incredible uh, amount of money. Uh, let's bring in uh, my co-host here, Drew, Drew Schlossberg. Uh, I, I, I'm, like, wondering, when, did, when was the year that you published your chapbook? Uh, it was uh, never. And so, David, never? Uh, <laughs> congratulations to your great success. And, uh, was that the 12th of never? <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. And uh, what you're doing to giving back and uh, to these uh, kids and all that. Oh, thanks. So when were you inspired? I mean, did uh, was there some type of epiphany when you were 8 or 5 or 7 or 27 or whatever that said, this is what I want to do? 
Well, I remember it clearly. There was a, a crackle in the air. Um, the wind was blowing. Um, it was, uh, there was a combination of things. Um, one of the things was uh, this uh, Latino empowerment comedian, Ernie G. Um, I had run across him a number of times. And I went to his website just out of curiosity, which I'll often do. A lot of people that I perform with or come across, you know, over the years, I'll go check out their website to see, you know, what they're doing, you know, what, you know, what, what kind of ways that they're advancing their career or ways that they're developing, you know, their profile or fans or, you know, whatever it might be. And I looked on his website and I saw something that I had never seen before. I saw that he was offering a scholarship um, to students. And I thought that was really amazing um, because it's one thing to talk about empowerment, to talk about social justice and, and what, what have you, but to actually dedicate part of your money. Um, I thought that was uh, really remarkable um, that he was doing that. And um, so I put that on the back burner, as you know we often do, uh, for a number of years. And then um, I did a show at the University of Memphis and came along, <clears throat> excuse me, the president of, uh, of an alumni council there, uh, Nestor Rodriguez. And he was just so excited about the work that he was doing for the students there. And really, this kind of lit a fire in me. Um, he got me to pledge money to the scholarship that he was doing there, and he, and he he, uh, he sent me a picture, and they did those big checks, right? They made those big checks for the students at, at, and gave, gave uh, them to them at a banquet. And I saw that picture, and I thought, wow, you know, that's it. You know, like, that, that's what's important in life, you know, is to make someone else's day, you know, to help them out um, incredibly. Someone that you don't even know, you know. Um, just something about that really lit a fire in me, and I thought, okay, you know, how can I invest? You know, I want to support the next generation of poets, the next group who will write about all kinds of different issues, issues that, you know, I, that are important to me, but I wouldn't necessarily even think to tackle or, you know, don't come from my own lived experience. Well, Um, David... Let me let me hop in. Uh, uh, we're talking to David A. Romero, uh, issuer of the Romero Scholarship for Spoken Word, and also davidaromero.com. That's where you can find uh, uh, a lot more information about David. But let's uh, in the last couple of minutes, let's talk a little bit about uh, Rico. Uh, yeah. We talked to her. I had her read a couple of uh, of the first lines of her poem, "Mission First, Mission Always," and just just stunning to me. It evoked a little bit uh, Mary Carr. Um, I don't. Are are you familiar with Mary? No, no. Okay. uh, Well, uh, look her up because it it, it's kind of explores the the same themes and just uh, describe to us a little bit uh, what you thought when you first read her poem. I don't think her name was attached. Maybe uh, just the 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 impact that you had just reading the poem uh, originally. Yeah. So uh, core to the scholarship is to have the identity of all the poets anonymous throughout the first round of. Uh, judging and feel that that's so important. Um, but that was a poem, Mission First, Mission Always, that stuck out immediately. Um, the quality of it, the, um, the craftsmanship, the 
craftswomanship, the just technical uh, mastery of um, the repeating motifs, uh, dealing with war and battle, the biting sarcasm to criticize um, double standards of um, the way that we view men and women interacting in society. Um, it's just such a powerful poem. It's just a cut punch. Um, the, the strong sense of location, it's, it's really it's everything in terms of spoken, the spoken word style with a real um, eye, a real gift for literary devices um, that you don't, you don't always see. Um, it's very performative. It bangs, but it's also it reads great on paper. Um, so it's just it's just that one of those um, singular poems to come across. Yuriko is truly gifted. Okay, well, David, uh, God, we're out of time. Can you believe that? It's just been way too quick. Uh, California School News Radio, David, thank you so much for coming on and talking about your poetry scholarships, and best of luck to you as you continue on in the future. Drew, uh, once again, great program. Thank you so much. Thank you, Wade Taylor. Uh, thank you to Paulina Martinez and, of course, Val Martinez of VMA Communications. We'll be back next week with more California School News Radio, and we will see you then. Bye-bye. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin -skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle. 